0: Welcome to the podcast, Energy Medicine, where we are aligning your mind, body, and spirit with energy-based modalities, with your host, Dr. Mary Sanders, a medical intuitive and chiropractor. Let's join the podcast. Today's guest is Dr. Joy Petterson. Dr. Joy is a number one international best-selling author, doctor of divinity, licensed spiritual healer, certified spiritual health coach, certified law of attraction practitioner and teacher. She founded her company, Express Success, initially while working at Paramount Studios in Hollywood, wanting to help people struggling in the entertainment industry succeed quicker and easier. Dr. Joy is here today to help educate us on the discoveries she has made in her decades as a spiritual healer in her efforts to help all succeed quickly and easily. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, Dr. Mary, and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and visit my website at www.drmarysanders to download a free gift to boost your energy centers and to experience more clarity, purpose, and vitality. We'll be right back. Welcome back to today's show. With me today is a beautiful spirit residing in an equally beautiful human home, and her name is Dr. Joy Patterson. Dr. Joy is a doctor of divinity, intuitive licensed spiritual healer, certified spiritual health coach, certified law of attraction practitioner, non denominational ordained minister, international best-selling author, and founder of Express Success, LLC, serving an international clientele. She was also designated world mother, working directly for source as a global healer. Her private practice identifies and releases the hidden causes of people's personal and business challenges, including negative emotions, energy, karma, memories, and limiting beliefs. She specializes in clearing current and past lives of darkness, persecution, and trauma. She also helps her clients receive direct guidance from God. The title of her podcast is How Past Lives Are Affecting This Lifetime. Welcome Dr. Joy to the podcast Energy Medicine. It is sincerely my honor to be with you today. Thank you.
1: Might as well, and thank you. Dr. Joy
0: and I were having a few technical glitches before we got started with the show. So listeners, I have to tell you that I think Dr. Joy has listened to that intro at least three times. So she's, she now is well-versed in, in what it is that she brings into this world, which is a lot of goodness. So we're going to be having a fabulous conversation today focusing around path lives, now, as we connect into past lives, then we get to challenge perhaps some of the listeners' uh, belief systems about reincarnation. And then also tapping into the idea of karma, how we can build negative karma or possibly create positive karma. So I am so thankful that Dr. Joy, this is her area of specialty. This is her zone of genius. This is what she does for people. And she's been doing it for quite some time. So clearly, clearly, let's hear from Dr. Joy. Let's talk about karma. Can you share with us how does karma play into our current everyday challenges that we experience? Like, do we collect this each lifetime that we move through?
1: I'm actually seeing a lot of evidence of people's karma being played out in the world these days. And a lot of the drama that you're seeing is really someone's karma being played out. The unfortunate part of that is that some people think of something negative going on on another side of the world may affect them in some way. If it's not part of your karma... If it's not meant to be your experience, then it won't affect you. But sometimes we look at events and go, oh, my God, what if that happens here or to me? Or it's not necessarily that because it's their game. It's what's meant for them to play out an experience on this planet of duality, which is a world of experience and experimentation. So everyone's reality may be a little different and their experience and the way they're experiencing the world can be very varied.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. So let's just talk about a recent event that we all I mean, currently due to some of the global climate changes that we're seeing, we're seeing that weather is affecting our planet in various different patterns. And so, as, as minor as I live in Boulder, Colorado, and you live down in Florida, and unfortunately, you were threatened by hurricanes this past week where I was not affected by it. So, I think what I'm hearing you say that if I had chose, if it was part of my karmic path, if I needed to be involved in that energy behind the hurricane, then it would have been prevalent to me. But I wasn't involved with it intimately. I was energetically when I read the stories and I saw the pictures based upon what was published within the news, but I had no tangible personal experience. But you're talking about karma.
1: Right. Let me elaborate a little bit more on the weather also, because from my perspective, I'll also clear with the weather. So if there's a threat, of weather, And of course, obviously, if it's going to be a threat to the area that I'm in, I'm paying more attention. But where I'm going with it is I'm clearing the thought forms and the negative emotions that are wrapped up in the storm. Once we clear that out and to whatever degree we're allowed to clear it out at the time, it will affect how the storm plays out. Sometimes a storm may be used as a cleansing tool also to an area that really needs to have an up-leveling of energy or a clearing of karma. So what I have found over the years is that there could be a negative experience going on and it also become a mixed blessing and a dynamic where even if it was a dark force that was intentionally trying to disrupt something... So the source energy can come in and twist it around and and also provide benefit. So if we learn from my perspective to surrender everything to the highest light, to source, no matter what occurs, we'll be in God's care and God can lift us up and help carry us through this circumstance. And the more we learn to surrender deeply to I'm in God's care. There's a reason for this. I'll be fine and live into that belief system instead of, oh, my God, you know, the world's going to end or this is terrible. I'll never survive or whatever. It will change the outcome. So in that moment, we can even be creating karma because if we're not aligned in the highest light, it's more of a crapshoot. And when we're aligned in the highest light and and doing what's highest and best for us, we can make better choices and therefore create less mishap and then not have karma to replay, which is mostly lessons to understand the different dynamics. But I also understand that some, some of the karma seems to play out because people can't forgive. And when people learn to forgive knowing that everyone is source, everyone's doing the best they can. And this is a learning experience that we have to forgive where everyone is at. All the errors that we've done, others have done to us. And when we can do that, it evolves the situation and God can heal it because where we can't forgive, God can't heal. And then we are actually creating karma sometimes because Somebody feels they need to have some kind of revenge. They're sitting in judgment of someone. And and when my work, what I see in the back end is those on the other side, the people we've been before, those that are operating through our superconscious, are trying to work out some of that karma. And then they set up arrangements between people and circumstances. So somebody may feel the pinch and we feel the pinch here, but it's rectifying something in another life, something that's occurred somewhere else. And sometimes they are in agreement on the other side. Okay. Are you satisfied? You know that this is rectified now, can you let it go? So sometimes even just your, yourself working with your own higher selves and say, are you ready to let this go? Are you ready to let this heal within me? Because it has to heal within them first, and then we can heal more. and And that is spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally.
0: There's so many different questions that I have, but I'm hoping that maybe you can share a. Uh, You know, I, I know that there is a certain level of confidentiality that you have with your patients, but can you share an example, a life example that you've worked with, with with a possible or a make-believe client that has worked through some of this karmic stuff that has been generated from past lives that was affecting them in the here and now, whether it be how they were able to manifest different things that they wanted in their lives, whether it be a job, a money, a relationship, or Can you share an an example of what you were just describing, where past lives were affecting the outcome of today's
1: occurrences? I I can actually just talk about myself. I was working at Paramount Pictures at the time. And people were trying to network with me and wanted to know how I got my job. And I didn't know why it was easy for me versus these people who were struggling. So I wanted to look at success and wondered what set me apart. I realized I probably didn't have the limiting belief that it was supposed to be hard to break into Hollywood. I just was ignorant enough, innocent enough to just say I wanted to get a job there and and went and did it. So but I learned I learned about the law of attraction and how that was really at play there. I started teaching the law of attraction and I realized that all of us had blocks in one area or another. Applying the same techniques of being intentional about what we wanted to create and manifest. Mine happened to be money. And I realized when I looked into it that I had a lot of limiting beliefs about it. You know, pressure era parents and different experiences, limiting beliefs and fears and things that were holding me back. I made a good living, living but it wasn't like I always felt like, oh, yeah, I could manifest money anytime I wanted. and. That was my at that time focus, but I didn't know how to fix it. And then I was introduced to spiritual healing, which would work with the subconscious, the memory bank and computer to go into the memories and release the cause there. So that's what started the ball rolling for me. So I applied these techniques to money on my behalf doesn't mean that I all of a sudden became a millionaire. It wasn't that type of experience. It was I didn't have any fear anymore. I knew it was just there. I knew God was my source. I knew I was always going to be taken care of. Money just flowed. And it was a different experience. So it wasn't about necessarily going out and making a big killing in the market. It was more about the the centeredness that I had and the comfort level I had. And then I was always reassure that the money was always going to be there. So that was huge for me. Another example was I actually went to a past life therapist in the beginning because I was fascinated. I always believed in reincarnation. And I went to this woman because I wanted to experience what the past lives were. To be honest with you, after the third session, I said, the information's right there. So why don't I just access it? And then ever since then, I was able to do it myself. But at this particular juncture, she took me to a life where I was a 12-year-old boy playing with another 12-year-old boy and we were in a brawl on the side of a cliff and I went over the side of the cliff and I went headfirst into brush and rock and died. That was Thursday. On Friday, I went out to my pool and dove into the pool for the first time. Up until that point, I could never dive head first. I could swim really well. I could look at the pool, want to go into the water, and it was like plexiglass in front of me. I couldn't propel myself forward. Not knowing there was a correlation between the two, clearing that one lifetime of dying head first, I was able to dive in the pool the next day effortlessly. And I have countless stories like that over the years. I did work with a client who had a shoulder issue. And she came to me four Mondays. And each Monday she came in was because her shoulder was hurting. And I went to different past lives where she had damage to her shoulder. We cleared them. Each time we cleared them, her pain went away. But then there were more layers. So each Monday night for four weeks, we cleared her shoulder until her shoulder wasn't a problem anymore. But it was digging deeper and deeper, getting another layer off and another layer off. I did have an interesting one with a client who procrastinated. And when I looked into his past, I saw him as a slave in the time of Egypt, and he had to help build this tomb. And once the tomb was built, he was going to be killed with or have to go with his, the pharaoh, and, because that's what their belief system was at the time. So he knew he was going to die at the end of his project. So that playing out in his subconscious would act, be activated when it came to completing a project because his subconscious equated completion with death. So your subconscious, your inner child, will try to protect you. So they will try to stop you from going down the same path that took you to a bad experience in the past and will sabotage you. But when you go into the past life, clear it there, then it doesn't have to play out. It's like having an Excel sheet with, you know, all the line items and all the formulas. And then you start deleting each line item or each past life that shows up in this particular way, providing programming for your inner child, your subconscious to play out in the world. You eliminate those, you're deleting those line items. you don't have the formula anymore to run. So your whole programming changes naturally. And then you don't show up the same way. You don't have the same dynamics. I've cleared people where they were coming to me for a lack of confidence and that night they felt confident again. Or I had an accountant that came to me who had, she was struggling getting business and I cleared Two past lives. One was she was an impoverished man, and you just saw him emaciated, begging at the side of the road, and a wife and a son who were starving. And he lost the son, and he was just devastated because he couldn't provide. So we cleared that lifetime. And then there was another lifetime where she was a woman. And it reminded me of Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady, where she was selling flowers, shabbily dressed, but she would stay in the neighborhood where nobody could afford the flowers. She felt she didn't feel good enough about herself to go out into the neighborhood where people were wealthy who could afford her flowers. I cleared those two lifetimes, and that afternoon she got two paying clients out of the blue. So, It can happen quickly and or sometimes it takes a while, depending on how many layers of information is contributing to the formula that's playing out. But it can so it can be quick or it can take a while.
0: So do you believe, Dr. Joy, that there is like a retrocausal effect when you start clearing past lives? Mm -hmm. And if they're in contract with another person or another organization, do you believe that when you start clearing these from the subconscious that you are ultimately affecting the contract that you had with this other person or organization, like everybody gets a healing when you do your own individual healing, all those people associated are getting the same kind of healing. So that trajectory for both of those lifetimes moving forward in the future are also affected by the clearing of that past life.
1: Oh, definitely. Because this work will change eternity, basically. But I have a good example. You were mentioning meetings. somebody was going for a job interview, so they hired me to clear the interview in advance, and I was looked into the company itself, and it had been built on civil war ground. And what came through the the reading was that the employees liked each other, but they never saw eye to eye. So by clearing just for this one individual's interview, that whole company benefited, the property benefited, and everyone associated with that interview got a clearing of something, and they may never have a clue that anything occurred, but their whole life could turn out a little differently because something was released. I, did, I remember years ago doing Desert Storm. I was clearing Desert Storm on almost a daily basis. And Alexander the Great appeared and became my guide in that whole storyline. And he said that we had to clear a lot of his lifetime in battles that were re- reflected during Desert Storm even the weapons used and things, tactics and whatnot. I spent a lot of time clearing all of Alexander with the Great's lifetime and the battles he was engaged in. And it, those battles, the bloodshed, the sounds of war, all that permeates and is still affecting the land. Do you have a read, a
0: current read as to the dynamics between Russia and Ukraine?
1: I've cleared a I've cleared a lot of it. I don't want to say what's really going on in the back end. There's a lot of elements, though, that are getting played out. Part of this is, which is maybe new to some people or a lot of people, is that this is also like a video game. And there are, the players on the other side get to experience different dynamics. like if you want to play hero in a in a video game, you have to have a villain. So sometimes there's dynamics set up just so these characters that are running the show from the other side who are using the characters in the field to play through, those dynamics are playing out often and people don't realize it. They don't understand that they're so regulated from the other side in some regard that they have free will here to a degree and it's up to them to use that free will, hopefully for the highest and the best and then choosing the light. But we also have to be mindful that there are individuals on the other side that are working through us on the field.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you said you mentioned the word video games. And I have to say that my own personal like perception is that the, my experience between Russia and Ukraine, it's, it's very surreal. It doesn't it's not um a t- like I, I have a hard time bringing it tangibly into present time. So um, I think that's an interesting perspective that you offer for our consideration and thinking about it that way. And so then I guess my next question, just for you, out of curiosity and that when you watch all the global weather patterns and the changes within the climate how are you viewing that? Are you looking at that as a regional thing energetically to read the history? Are you looking at it from a global perspective um, as to playing out some universal karmic memory that we have collectively?
1: Well, I just there's so many different elements that I know from my work alone that I end up addressing that wouldn't even be part of the obvious. So probably a recent example would be the fires in Maui. And for there, I had to do certain things where, other and I know other colleagues were, were doing what they were guided to do, but I also had to reactivate the heart in Maui. I had to work with Pele on certain elements. So there's different ways in which we'll address certain things. But, Sometimes I'm releasing a demon that might be under you know, underground some somewhere or attached to a, a storyline, or like there was a president at one time that was annihilating his people and I had to remove a lot of demons from him and he had dark contracts and things like that. So people of influence who can pull the trigger on things or affect certain th- ways in which things are played out, sometimes those things need to be addressed by clearing the causal level, which may not seem as obvious, may not be just focusing on the weather. It's, okay, what's behind that? Or this is happening over here. What's behind that? And it, it can be very convoluted. It can, And a lot of it is, it can be off planet that's influencing karma that's influencing there's so many dynamics and what we're really doing now is those of us on the field that are working for source right now are really here to help rebalance things so we can bring peace have restitution have that rebalance have a win-win for all and restore everything but until until we can restore egos that are in the way, greed's still playing out. There's different elements that are contributing to how the field is operating and how people are operating here, where those that are on the other side, who like the angels and archangels and ascended masters who are trying to work through individuals here to help bring peace, may be trying to work through individuals, but they're so stuck in what they think they know, what they're their habits. This is the way we've always done things. And we literally have the new golden age available to us, fully birthed, ready, willing, and able to help support a new world developing, but we have to build it. So it's our participation that matters at this point. And then because so many people are coming from different perspectives and and operate in different realities they're not necessarily in agreement about the how like the money system is supposed to change but there's different individuals who have perspectives on how that should happen they're not all in agreement and it's not and God says he's not a dictator and he's not going to you know he's trying to work through everyone when people choose for the highest and the best but people are trying to figure things out on their own and if they're not engaging source in the solution again it's a crapshoot because when you engage source so this is what happened in the world in general this is an experience god didn't even know what he was or what he could do when he first discovered himself and then since then was who am i what am i and you build upon that to know yourself through experience, through others, comparison, et cetera. So this is one big experience that has occurred. But what happened along the way is Source was learning from all the information that was gathered. And then it says, oh, okay, this is the highest and the best. But we didn't learn along the way to necessarily check with Source to say, what's the highest and the best? And then we've made mistakes. And then we didn't think to go and ask for the highest and best solution to rectify the mistake. So it's always been this ongoing scramble to try to fix where we've made the errors in the past. If we surrender to source and ask source the highest light to work through us at this time, we save time. We save money. We don't create extra headaches for ourselves. We don't create karma for ourselves. Because we're going the highest and the best that's available to us at that time. It doesn't guarantee that everything's going to be perfect because this is still organic. But you have more of a fighting chance if you've, what God does, he'll run litmus tests or realities and say, okay, this is the best path. If you walk that best path, it doesn't guarantee you're not going to scrape your knees along the way, but it's still the better path out of all the options.
0: So, Dr. Joy, I have a, a question, and I know that there are listeners that are aligning with the message that you are delivering today, and they want to, they realize that some of the things that you are standing for need in uh, some attention. So, is there an organization or is there a collective force of a group of people that are in aligned in in being of the source in making global changes as far as the weather is concerned the climate is concerned are there organizations where energetic organizations where we can come in alignment to help support those transformations
1: possibly when i was made world mother Someone else was made World Sun two weeks after me, and then together we spent three to eight hours a day on the phone with Source basically clearing up what we were guided to clear up during the period that we were more focused on that work. And I'm sure there was other people in the world doing whatever they were guided to do. I do a a monthly call where I'm working on people's individual things as well we will also work on global issues, child, child trafficking, for example, was a big topic for the, a couple of months, but we'll work on weather, we'll work on other things in that call. Um, but as far as an organization itself out there, where there's a collaborative effort from others, I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're holding space for that collaborative work in your monthly calls. I'd like to hear more about the structure of these monthly calls and how can the listeners join these calls?
1: Well, if on my website, there's a, a page on there and they can access my website through giftsfromjoy.com, which leads to everything that I have, including some um, gift reports and things like that. But that is a monthly call that occurs the first Saturday of the month at 11 o'clock and it goes for a couple of hours, which includes clearing a whole boatload of Topics and also a, a training from Source that I get the day before, and then a Q and A. So we're doing a training, and what I, part of the call is really to help people not only be able to heal themselves, but also heal themselves in between and address certain things. So, for example, the weather or the news, where somebody's concerned. If somebody's watching news. And they're concerned about it. Often that's because there's something unhealed within. So if you heal it from within, you can be detached. Doesn't mean you're not compassionate. And of course, when you're cleared with yourself, then you're more clear to be inspired to know what perfect and right action is if you're supposed to help others. But it always starts with working on within. So I've often teach people how to, you know, recognize those things, and then clear from within and address life on a daily basis. This is what happens when you're in this situation, look at it this way, these are the questions to ask, and how to address things. So you're on top of it, you're responsible for the results that you're experiencing and attracting. And if you understand and accept that, it's not about judgment. If you have spilled milk, You just clean it up and you do the best you can cleaning it up, but you don't beat yourself up over it. You don't beat your kid up over it. Let's clean it up. Let's take responsibility. Let's clean it up and move on. And this may have been why you did this. And okay, don't do this part again, because that might not be useful. Is a totally different methodology than the way we've been beating ourselves and others up forever making a mistake, because this is the world of experience to learn. So you learn and you move on. You don't sit in judgment of yourself and others. And that's causing a major problem in the world. And until we can forgive ourselves and others, we're going to keep being stuck.
0: That's a very important message. And I love love hearing about the structure of your monthly class. Sounds like something that I would personally enjoy. So I'll have to check it out. And for the listeners, I know you all know that the show notes are gonna have all of Dr. Joy's contact information available to you. But just so that you know, she's spelling her last name and her website is her name, Joy Patterson, and it's J O Y P E D E R S E N dot com. So she's got a lot of E's in there. No, no, no O's or so um, be sure to check out Dr. Joy's website. I was looking at it personally. Um, I know that we didn't even get to tap into the plethora of books that Dr. Joy has authored in the channeling that she has done with Archangel Michael and Faith and, and being able to share that knowledge forth, I think is, I know that it's part of Dr. Joy's alignment and purpose here in delivering that message. So, Dr. Joy, I want to extend a heartfelt um, appreciation and gratitude for you as an individual. Holding space for the transformation that you are holding space for is absolutely remarkable. I honor the gifts that you bring forth, and I sincerely want to bless you with all um, all of your greatest wishes for yourself individually and for all of your clients and all of your projects. So thank you so very much.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: And listeners, please stay tuned for this short message. You have been listening to the podcast, Energy Medicine, where we are aligning your mind, body, and spirit with energy-based modalities. For more information about Dr. Mary Sanders or our podcast, please check out our website at www.drmarysanders.com. Thank you for listening.